A few weeks ago on a Sunday morning, we started a journey through the book of Luke. There are four books in the Bible that tell the story of Jesus from his birth right through to his death and resurrection. Luke is one of those, and we're traveling that journey following Jesus right the way through to Easter. And this evening, we arrive at the story of uh, the shepherds as we think about what it means like them to follow Jesus to Bethlehem. The shepherds introduce us to something that all of us face. Some of us will be facing it right now, and it seems even harder than ever to face it at Christmas time. Whether we're facing it now or not, every one of you will know what I'm talking about. There are few things in life that hurt us as much as this does. And there are few things in life that we try so hard to avoid as we try to avoid this. I'm talking about being left on the outside. You know, when the invitation goes out to the event everyone is talking about and you don't get one. When they all meet up and you only hear about it afterwards. When everyone laughs and tells you, sorry, it's an in-joke. When secrets are shared but not with you. When others are chosen but you are not. Being left on the outside of the circle, any circle, really hurts. You're in a marriage, but you feel on the outside. You're single. That makes you feel on the outside. You feel on the outside in your family. Maybe you feel on the outside to the in crowd at work. In fact, if you're out of work, the finance pressure is dwarfed by that sense of, well, I'm on the outside. I'm outside the team. I'm outside a role. I'm outside the purpose. And it hurts. So you and I go to great lengths to avoid being an outsider. We say that we like things that we don't, so we fit in. We buy things we don't need. We wear clothes that make us look stupid. We go to places we shouldn't. Because I want to be on the inside. I want to be part of the circle. Is there anything worse, anything harder than being left outside? And the fear that looks inside many of us, all of us maybe, is that if something was to happen, something really big, a really mega thing, if some dream was ever to come true, then it wouldn't be me. Hey, it's never me, it's always someone else. And so our deepest fears surface. That when it all comes down to it, when the truth is known, I'm an outsider. That's me, an outsider. And if I'm honest, that hurts. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Enter the shepherds. You see, the shepherds, they lived on the outside. They were the outsiders in every sense. It didn't matter what circle you were to draw, they were on the outside of it. The social circle, the economic circle, the religious circle, they weren't in it. Always outsiders, losers with a big L, the shepherds were. You see, they were social, social outcasts. They tended to be cheats and liars and swindlers and thieves. 
A shepherd was a poor nomad, would spend most of his time with the sheep, would smell like them, had the social skills they had, and so on. A shepherd was religiously unclean. In a culture that understood that the only way to put yourself right with God was to go to the temple and offer a sacrifice, the shepherds were not allowed in. Too dirty, too dishonest, too despised, outside the circle. And so they lived, like all outsiders do, outside. Did it hurt? You bet. It hurt them, just like it hurts us. Hold the pause button there for a moment with the shepherds as outsiders. The Bible says that God planned everything about the coming of Jesus. That God had been planning Jesus' coming since the foundation of the world. Planning like we might do for a baby. Like us, God had planned where his son would be born. God had planned what his son would be called. God had planned what kind of people his son would be around. God chose everything. So why when God sent out it's a boy cards, why when God announced the news of his son's coming, why when the invitations went out to come visit and see, were the shepherds at the top of the list? Why did God ignore a city packed with people to go for those up on the hillside? Why did God leave to one side all those well-to-do, respectable folk in order to send for that dirty, despised dishonest group of young men. These guys who'd never in their lives been included in anything, who were always on the outside, in the story of God's coming, became the first to hear the news, to visit the baby and share the joy. So I ask you, what's God doing? What's God trying to say in this story of the shepherds? By inviting the shepherds first, God was declaring that no one is on the outside. God is saying that the day of the outsider is over, everyone is included. That this new thing that God is doing that will make such a difference that it will not stop until this world comes to an end and there's a new heaven and a new earth. So something mega that God's doing which will never end. God wants you to know that everyone's included. No one left out, no one left behind, no one ignored, no one shunned, rebuked, left out in the cold. So God said to himself, I know, I'll invite the shepherds first to make sure everyone understands that this is for all people, for everyone. We're all included, just like the angel said, don't be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. God comes for everyone who has ever felt on the outside. God comes for everyone who's ever felt in their lives not to be included. For everyone who said, I'm not invited. I'm not welcome. I don't belong. I've been left out. God comes and says, you, no exceptions. We say, don't we, no exceptions, but we make exceptions all of the time. We keep some people at arm's length. We keep out of the way of others. We make judgments and we build walls and we create exclusion zones. And God says, no, this is 
for everybody. No outsiders. And to make the point, he invites the shepherds first. So I want to ask you this evening, whatever you feel about being on the outside in your life just now, God wants you in. In whatever ways you look back over your life, and maybe you feel it even as I talk this way this evening, that you've been left on the outside in some way, God says he wants you in. You might be, as they were, the furthest people from his birth. Like the shepherds, way out of town, way up a hillside somewhere. That's where you might feel today, way out on some hillside. You might know what it is to be shunned and disliked and even hated or despised. And God says, you, I want you to come. This is for you and for everyone. So he sent the angels to tell the shepherds and he sent me to tell you. That's a bummer, I know, but there it is. God wants you in. But there's a really strange twist to this shepherd story, and lots of people miss this strange twist. Have you ever wondered, why does it hurt so much to be left on the outside? For example, I tell you, it doesn't matter that you didn't want to go, and it doesn't matter that you had something better on that evening to do, but the fact that you weren't invited will still bother you, really bother you. You'll have to work hard to shrug it off. Why does being left outside kind of hook into us, stab us, grab hold of us in a really deep way? It's because it taps into something that's deep inside all of us. A wound, a pain, if you like, that lies deep within us. We pretend, of course, that it isn't there. We pretend most of the time like we don't even care whether it's there or not. But deep inside, we fear the truth that when it all comes down to it, we're all outsiders. The Bible helps us understand why we might feel like that. The Bible says that we were made to know and to love God. But we don't, and and we're separated from him because of that. The Bible says that we've lived without God, and as a result, every problem that we face, every dysfunction that we experience, every emptiness that we know, comes from that separateness, from that distance there is with the God we were meant to know and love. As a human race, we've become outsiders to the God who made us and loves us. The Jews, as I mentioned earlier, with the temple, they really understood this. They knew that by themselves, they were outside of God. They knew that to live life, they needed to be in with God. And so day after day in the temple, they would take a lamb and sacrifice a perfect spotless lamb to try and deal with all the wrong that was in their lives, to try and bridge the great chasm that there was between God and themselves. But they kind of knew that a lamb could never do that. And they knew that day after day these sacrifices would one day have to end. And what then? And so they longed for a day when there would be one sacrifice, once and for all. Something that would forever bridge the gap. Something that would forever bring those on the outside back on the inside with God. And so hundreds of years ago, a man named Isaiah, speaking God's word, talked about one who was to come. His name would be Jesus. And he would make that ultimate sacrifice 
that would forever bring us back on the inside with God. So, what about those shepherds? What's all that in the temple got to do with these shepherds out in Bethlehem? Well, the lambs that were sacrificed in the temple were looked after in the fields around Bethlehem. It was the shepherd's job to organize and supervise the birth of these lambs and to watch over them, to make sure they were perfect and spotless and ready for sacrifice. If they weren't, then they'd be got rid of or used for some other purpose. Who was responsible? The shepherds. See with me for a moment that there was no one more appropriate than the shepherds, full of the birth of stenching lambs, to watch over the first few breaths of the one destined, the Bible would say, to be the real Lamb of God. The one who would forever take away the wrong of the world. The one who would forever bridge the chasm. The one who would forever make it possible for outsiders to become insiders. What irony, what wonder, that the outsiders that on this day became insiders were the shepherds who watched over the birth of a newborn lamb, perfect, spotless, ready for sacrifice, by whose death all outsiders, you and me, would be welcomed in. And so no wonder the shepherds came. No wonder, in a sense, they had to be there. But like those shepherds, we have the same choice. We have that dilemma as to whether to make the journey from being an outsider on the hillside to come right into the heart of what God is doing. You see, there were good reasons for those shepherds not to go into Bethlehem. Who would welcome them if they went back into the city? How dare these dirty scoundrels turn up at the birth of this special baby? Who would want them? That they would be invited, that they were welcomed, was almost impossible for them to believe. Because all of their lives, they'd been told a different story. All of their lives, they'd been fed a different line. Dare they believe the angel's message? That they were loved and wanted and invited. And to be honest, so often in our hearts, that's our own dilemma. Do we really believe that God loves us and wants us and invites us? And many of us deep in our hearts wrestle with that dilemma. I'm not sure I can dare to believe it. I'm not sure that I can accept it. That the living God is inviting me, an outsider, to come in from the cold. If there is the real action going on, do I dare to believe that God wants me at the centre of it all? You see, like most of us, life has taught us that good things don't happen to me. So I want to ask you this evening, Maybe, hey, you're fed up with being an outsider. There's this invitation to you that God sent the shepherds into that stable to help all of us understand that you're welcome. 
And those early disciples began to understand something incredibly true. It didn't matter who they were or where they were from, but this was true. That if you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. But those shepherds needed to make that response to the angel. Were the days of being an outsider to be over? Well, yes, that's why Jesus came. And that's why the shepherds were there. So I ask you, will you come inside? Will you choose to leave the hillside where perhaps you've been for too long and take the risk, dare to believe that the God of heaven invites you to be part of what he is doing? See, the hillside might be all you know and uh, it might feel safe there. You might hate it, but it might feel safe. And it takes courage to leave, to begin to think differently, to believe differently, to act differently. Will you come inside? Because that's the invitation that God extends to us all. I'm just going to invite you in these next few moments as Anna comes and sings to us, just to search your own heart. Where am I? Am I fed up with being an outsider? Is today the day, tonight the night? I'm I'm coming in from the fields. I've had enough of being out there. I'm fed up of believing the lies that people have spoken over me, the circumstances, what circumstances have taught me. The God of heaven welcomes me, and I'm coming inside today.